Hello my friends, welcome back to Too Smart For This. It's Alexis, your host. I am so excited to sit down and chat with you guys today. I just wanna say before we get started though, I'm in a really weird mental place right now. Uh, I usually come into my episodes with like a clear vision of what I wanna talk to you about, but I've been struggling all day to record this because I really wanna provide a lot of value with my podcast. But I am really drained right now. I felt like, I feel like the whole past first semester at Wharton has been such a like whirlwind for me. And I just want to sit and chat. And I'm, if you're watching the video version, I'm going to play with some new makeup so we can talk about that. And yeah, that's really where I'm at right now. Just so you know, it's a little odd. I feel like I'm going crazy, per usual. So with that being said, let's get started. We'll start with a little life update, and then I want to talk about something that I've been thinking about as I approach my 25th birthday in a couple weeks. So to get started, I'm using the Rode um, Glazing Milk. Yes, I'm using the Rode Glazing Milk to prime my skin, and then I'll go in with the e.l.f. Power Get Primer. So life update. I just got back from Columbia. Columbia is a big trip that Wharton puts on, well, the Wharton Latin American Students Association puts on. It's the biggest trip that we go on. It's 400 to 500 people. We go to Columbia for the like five days before our um, Thanksgiving break. We're drinking wine today. Today's is a rosé. It's really sweet. Someone brought it to me and my girl's giving. It was really cute. Um, so this trip I was like looking forward to the other big time people travel is in that fall break period And you guys saw that I went to South Africa for that, which was really fun But this time we went to Colombia and we went to this trip I was already feeling a little burnt out to be honest like I think I've told you guys before like I personally start to feel burnout when I don't enjoy doing the things that I genuinely enjoy anymore. And I was starting to feel that way a little bit pre-South Africa. So, I'm sorry, pre-Columbia. And so I was like a little unwell, TBH. And I got to a place where I was like, I'm just gonna be excited. Like I had so much to do and I just like handled it. And I was like, I'm just gonna like go on this trip and I'm excited because I usually feel really like energized by travel. You know what I mean? The next thing I do is I go in and I conceal um, with my NARS Creamy Radiant Concealer. And I let that sit on the primer before I blend it out. Just so that those areas are set and ready to go. Okay. And I was in Colombia feeling incredibly like excited. Like travel always regenerates me. Like I've told you before, I love being on an airplane. I love getting like... Out, like packing getting out there all that stuff it's like my favorite thing in the world so I was like okay this is gonna be great I'm gonna make it happen it's gonna be fine fast forward we get there and like I'm starting to have a good time but then I have two really like triggering events take place things that were triggering like traumas that I experienced in 2020 which is like when I started my content creation journey and it was just like a really tough it was like interpersonal and stuff like that and it was just really tough for me i'll also say i think i touched on this in the last episode i had to um, fire my like management company basically so i'm already feeling a little unstable and so it's like the combination of 
losing my like I just feel like my support systems are going through a major transition right now where my partner of six years no longer in my life which like was ultimately a good decision that I made like I that's that's a thing and then there's also like my managers though are no longer in my life and they've been in my life for two years and I have to find new representation and I have all these new friends here and stuff like that and I obviously have my family but it's just like a lot to be going through this transition and then I was really triggered by what happened to me in Colombia so I was just overall in like a super super odd place like what the hell is going on and that's sort of like my update there. I want to say like the Columbia trip was well planned. It was well done. And what I learned from it, like the best part was, is that like I realized that I have friends who really rally around me and that those support networks of like building those relationships with my friends is what's most important to me right now. I think for a while, like, or not for a while, I think a lot of us as women are conditioned to and I didn't even realize how badly this was happening to me. Super conditioned to be really focused on finding a man. And the second I got out of a relationship, like I didn't want to like find a man. I don't want to like be in a relationship. I don't want to date anyone. But I did feel a need to like constantly have like a guy I was talking to or like constantly feel like I needed some sort of male attention, I guess, which is embarrassing to admit, but like I'm being real. And I think that that was really distracting me um, from the real shit I got going on, first of all, like my business, like my content creation. But I mean, it was necessary because I needed to heal that area of my life. But I will admit, like, I spent way too much time thinking about these dusty ass men who don't give a fuck about me. Like, that's really what I was doing. And it was, it's embarrassing. But we've all been there. Like, we all do that. We all, like, have those moments. And I think like when I got out of that relationship, obviously we're all conditioned to be thinking about, oh, like, what about this guy or what about this guy or whatever? And it's like, wait a second. What about the life that you want to build for yourself? What about the opportunities that you're focused on? What about everything you've worked so hard for? And I just like really was and am kind of sad that like, I did that, but it is still why, like, I guess the last few months have been such a whirlwind because I've also been, like, taking in all of these, like, emotional, these new emotions from not being stable with my, like, lack of management and boyfriend and all this stuff. I don't even know where I'm going with this, to be honest. Essentially, I was focusing a little bit too much on other people and a little bit too much on not myself and like not my priorities and i've told you guys like i've i have to like rethink my priorities often so that i can make sure that i'm like living within with integrity and stuff and that's just what i've been doing recently after columbia it was just kind of like a wake-up call for me where it's like okay you've been going through it alexis you're not healed in the way that you think you are and you need to prioritize yourself and start being a little bit more protective of your energy and who you are. So that was my Columbia life update. What it did help me realize, however, this like whole trip to Columbia and all the changes that have taken place over the past few months is that I'm in charge of me and everything great can happen for me as long as I'm one, willing to accept it and two, open to do the work. And I think like 
obviously when I got out of this relationship, I wasn't expecting anything to happen. I just was doing what I knew was best for me. And same with when I got off birth control, same with when I like, you know, all these things um, that I've like done. You can go back and listen to my choosing myself episode if you want to hear more about this. But I wasn't expecting anything like massive to happen to me. But I think what has happened is like this small internal belief in myself that I know I can do hard things and that I know I can do all that I know I can accomplish everything I want to accomplish and the fact that I'm not doing it is stressful to me sometimes but more importantly the fact is all of this had to happen in these specific timelines and these specific ways for me to be able to accept and be excited about what's going to happen next and for me to be able to take in all the blessings that have come to me now like I needed everything to happen on the timeline and in the ways that it did and I always have to remind myself of that that like my timing is the right timing and now I have this like true sense like I used to be such an impatient person such an impatient person And now I have this like real and true sense that like everything I want is going to come at the exact right time because there's been things like obviously everyone's looking back at their like old vision boards this time of year and there's been things that like have been on my vision board and I put things on my vision board for this year that didn't come true but there's things that are on my like five or ten year vision board that did come true this year and things that just like came out of nowhere that I couldn't have even imagined that did come true this year. And it's just like, this time last year, I had no idea that any of this could happen. And I was in such a worse place than I am now. And I just think it's so, so insane that so much can take place for you, but you have to choose yourself and you have to trust your timing throughout that entire time. And I guess like, for me, I don't know if, I think because I used to be super, super impatient, I have always, always, always just wanted it all now and something that's really helped me in being more present is reminding myself that I will never have these years again and I will never have this opportunity again I will never look like this again I'll never have these thoughts or these emotions and so even when I'm in a bad mental place because of something going on in my life like my content creation like career is getting blown up by my management or my uh that's an exaggeration, by the way. That's not actually what's happening. That was just an example. Like, everything is changing super rapidly or I'm dealing with an interpersonal issue at school. I just think to myself, like, I know this feeling, whatever it is, is temporary and that everything's going to end up okay at some point. So there's no point in overly stressing about it because right now, like, everything's going to be fine. That's hard to actually feel. It's hard to actually, like, obviously get through those feelings without being, I guess, I don't know, like for example, like when you're stressed about a boy texting you back or whatever, it's really difficult. Okay, let's see if we get this to work. When you're stressed about a boy, this, oh, by the way, I'm using, I got this, this is new to me, the Fenty Beauty Matchsticks. This is in Mocha 03. I just wanted like a cream contour that I could use. Um, So we're trying this out for the first time and it might need something a little darker, TBH, but. Obviously, when you're stressed about something, it's tough in the moment to think that to yourself. But as time goes on, you can be develop the habit to where you do think those things to yourself when you're in those situations, which is what I've been doing. It's like 
I, in the in September, like when I was super new to school, super new to everything happening, going through a major breakup, I struggled really hard. And at that time, I struggled to be like, everything's going to be fine one day. It's for the best. It's for the best. So I took it day by day. And I constantly told myself like that the universe had my back. That's what I did then. Now that like when little things happen that really trigger me or when like Thanksgiving rolls around and a big, I don't know, like big things get thrown into my life and I'm like literally what the hell, that type of thing, like I can look at it and be like, this is happening for my highest good, like I'm gonna be completely fine. And I can look at it and say, even though I'm really stressed and sad about this right now, I know in like 24 hours and 48 hours, at the very least a year, I'm gonna be happy and it's gonna be okay. And I think this, it like becomes from like just a little bit of life experience. Like I said, the frontal lobe is developing for me. So I guess I'm just like getting to a place now where I can more readily accept that good things take time. But I think it's also coming from a place of learning that being uncomfortable and experiencing discomfort is not the end of the world. And discomfort for me, oh God, I hate discomfort. Like I get so, I like do everything in my power to avoid being uncomfortable. Like I won't lie to you guys. Like I really hate doing shit I don't have to do. I hate inefficiencies. I hate problems. I hate all of that. And I really had to learn this past few months, like being uncomfortable is the only indicator that you're growing. Like you're not growing if you're not uncomfortable. And so I was super uncomfortable this past few months at work and now I'm starting to crave it. Like I'm starting to crave, like I need to get out of my comfort zone. I need to focus on myself right now. I need to, I know that like changing my habits from X to Y is gonna be difficult for me, but I understand that that discomfort is actually a sign of growth as opposed to something that I should be fearing. And I still am working on this. I honestly really still am. There's a lot that I have to like really get through with this. But at the same time, I'm like, oh my God, like this is a good sign. It makes me start to crave it. That's how you know you're growing is like when you start to look for ways that you can be challenged. And there's a lot of things that life is gonna throw at us. There's gonna be like problems that are gonna show up 24 seven. You're always gonna have something that you're going through or whatever. But at the same time, you're always going to like, there's always going to be things that life is throwing at us. There's always going to be problems. There's always going to be something that could be fixed or edited with whatever, whatever, whatever. But as long as you can view that as something like that you welcome as opposed to something that's happening to you, I really think your life can get so much more exciting because you can just start to enjoy that things are always going to be changing and you're always going to be growing. But at the same time, that goes back to like the presence thing where if you are going to be okay with like discomfort and change and growth, then that means when things are good or when whatever things are, you've got to be present for that. You can't just zone out to when things are good and expect it to be like that all the time. You have to be excited and like thank God for everything that you get that's positive. Otherwise, like you could miss it. And I really think that's something I struggle with is like the being present and grateful and Wharton has really helped me with that because I get to put into like quantitative perspective like I'm never going to have my first semester again so I can be present and like really happy about it when cool things happen and I can make decisions based off that but at the same time I need to apply that to like my entire life like the whole life where 
I will never be this age again. I will never have these opportunities again. Like, I just want to be grateful for them all the time so that when things are changing and wild and massive, I can appreciate what I did have and I can learn what I liked and what I didn't like and I can make changes and craft my life based on all those things. Something else that I've been thinking about in relation to all of this, because I feel like I'm getting a lot of great opportunities right now, and it's scaring me a little bit. It's making me like, ooh, wait, life might be getting really good. I don't know. Like, um, if you grew up with a lot of trauma or in a lot of chaos, I think you could probably understand when like things start to go well, something would always go bad. So I am thinking right now, like, okay, what can I, like, whatever, like, I'm just freaking out about it a little bit, but I'm starting to notice like that I would probably have self-sabotage tendencies. So I started listening to this audiobook called The Mountain Is You, and they talk a lot about self-sabotage in this audiobook. Or basically the book is about self-sabotage, obviously. And in this book, like they're talking about the roots of self-sabotage and different examples of it and which ones you might be experiencing and which ones I might be doing and what they're rooted in and how to approach them. And some that I really had dealt with are like perfectionism, obviously, (laughs) lol, and as well as procrastination, which is like a form of perfectionism. And there's plenty of other things in this book. Like you should definitely check it out, read it. It's called The Mountain Is You. And these are all things that for me, I can see in myself all these different self-sabotaging tendencies where I'm like, oh my god, good things are happening. Like I am about to just fail at everything that I said I was going to set my mind to. Or it's like when you don't move on something or you feel a sense of resistance, a lot of times that's because you're self-sabotaging. And I really don't want to do that anymore because I feel like turning 25 is making me realize like, bitch, you're a grown woman. You don't have time anymore to like play around, play these little games. Like if you want something, you got to make it happen. And like you have a limited time on this earth to do that. Like this is my last young birthday. This is my last birthday where it's going to be like, oh, you're so young. Now it's going to be like your mid 20s. And I'm sure if you're over whatever it's called, I'm sure if you're over um, 25, you don't want to hear me say shit like that. But it, that's how I'm seeing it right now. I'll drag myself in the future if I need to. Okay. Uh, I feel like at this point it's like oh shit like who is the 25 year old Alexis who is the Alexis that is going to show up for herself who is the Alexis that is gonna be a grown woman and who what does she want for her life and what can she do for it right now because I don't know that I have a clear vision anymore because so much changed in the last year and so many opportunities came to me so much growth and and health and wellness and connections and friendships etc all these amazing things happened for me in the last year and it's like okay now that we know what we're capable of now that we know that the universe has our back in like a more than ever and we know that we can choose ourselves and we have to do that that hard work sometimes of letting go of things so that better things can flow in now that we know that what are we gonna do with it and that's really where i'm at right now i feel like probably none of this podcast episode is made any sense whatsoever but it's like these are the inner monologue of a 20 something year old trying to figure it out and so i hope it's similar to what yours is or i'm crazy probably both we're probably both crazy you know what i mean with all that being said i yeah i fear that i am self-sabotaging but i'm doing some work to try to avoid self-sabotaging and that is by the main thing that they preach in this book 
if you're a perfectionist or if you're someone who like gets stuck on things is to focus on done being better than perfect which is why i'm doing this podcast episode right now without notes because i'm doing done better than is better than perfect i am standing on that i'm standing on business right now and i'm hoping that it just makes sense that i am trying my best and that's what matters and that's where i'm trying to focus my energy and i'm trying to prove to myself that i can show up for myself consistently because I've done a really good job of showing up for myself. That's what I've also learned through the breakup. I'm going to put on my lip liner. And not just through the breakup, like through doing a breakup while I was going to school where everything was really crazy. I have really learned that I can show up and I can do way more than I thought I was capable of. And since that's the case, it's like, okay, girl, if that's what we're going to do, like, what can we really do and what really matters? And let's prioritize it and let's make shit shake in ways that we didn't think we were going to be able to do so. Amicole lip oil for the win, obviously. I'm going to be giving away a bunch of my favorite products on TikTok over the next 12 days. Um, on the 12 days of, like a 12, first 12 days of December, I think. Um, and I'm going to be giving away an Amicole lip oil set. So make sure you're following me there so you can get into that. But Essentially, I guess I'm like for this ramble what I'm saying in this ramble is that I love you I love myself and I've been working on showing myself that I love myself a lot more through Avoiding through one trusting my timing two, knowing that done is better than perfect <laughs> trying to avoid self-sabotage and Just trusting that the universe has got my back. I'm doing a lot of reflection right now Like what do I really want out of 2024? And I'm hoping I'll be able to find, figure that out pretty soon, but I don't really know. If you can't tell, I'm a little burnt out. I'm sorry if this episode made no sense, but next week I'm going to tell you about the 25 things I've learned. It's going to be my birthday, the day that episode comes out, so I'll be talking a little bit more coherently with a little more structure. This is sort of just like a brain dump of everything I've been experiencing the last few months and everything that has been going wrong, has been going right. I... My intentions right now are to get clear on what I want and settle for nothing less. And I hope that those are your intentions too. So with that being said, I love you guys so much. I'll talk to you next week. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and follow us. Give us five stars on Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen. And I love you the most. Don't forget, you're too smart to not love yourself.